Hi families, welcome to this episode. Before we get started, I wanted to take a second to tell you about Gab Wireless. They are the creators of the world's safest phones for kids ages four and up. Now I'm speaking as a parent who has had to deal with making the decision of whether or not to get my kids cell phones. So I highly recommend that before you buy your child a cell phone, do yourself a favor and look into Gab's devices. They are the perfect alternative to fully loaded smartphones and they include everything that your child needs to stay connected to you, minus the distraction and risks like social media and the internet. Plus, I can personally attest to how nice it is to talk to my children on their own devices instead of having to go through my ex. (laughs) Um, For example, my older daughter, who's around 12, has the Premium Plus phone now, uh, and my youngest, who is six, has the watch, which she's had for a couple of years, and they call me whenever they need me and send me texts whenever they need me. So it's been really, really awesome for us. Um, Not to mention how super affordable Gab's devices and accessories and calling plans are. So if you're in the market for a phone for your child, go to Gab Wireless, that's G-A-B-B wireless.com, and at least comparison shop, right? No harm, no foul. Um, and if you decide to shop and get something, you can get an exclusive discount just for being an, a listener if you use our promo code. And that code is CoParent. See, easy to remember. C O P A R E N T, CoParent. Um, so feel free to use it. And if you become a proud Gab parent, don't forget to tag us on social media. (laughs) Hi, this is Rosalie Farnsworth, and you're listening to The Co-Parenting Collective. Hi, co-parents. In this episode, we're going to talk to Floridian mom and stepmom, Kim Rose, of Perfectly Imperfect Family on Instagram. After separating from her first husband, she found herself playing the mom card when it came to sharing her toddler son, a move that she wholly regrets. But as life would have it, meeting her second husband and witnessing the anguish he was going through with his daughter's mother helped reverse those thoughts and open her mind to the importance of co-parenting as a team. Five years later, she is perfectly happy with the life within her blended family, but there's still one major component she hopes will change before it's too late. So let's talk about it. Welcome, Kim. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, I want everybody to, I wanted to get Kim on the show because um, anybody who is on Instagram, you can follow her. Um, And I'll put all that information in the caption of this podcast. But she really has like, an amazing outlook and perspective on being she's a stepmom and a bio mom. Not, I have to add the bio part just for the separation, but she's a bitch. She's both and she has both perspectives. And so we're going to talk today about her co-parenting relationship with her ex. And then also what it's like being a stepmom and having that whole other, almost like having two whole families and, and how everything works and the ebb and flow of where everybody goes and, and um, get her knowledge and wisdom on it for, <laughs> for everyone that's listening. So Kim, tell us about your family. Tell us who, who's in your family and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I have my eight-year-old son. I have my eight-year-old stepdaughter, so my my husband's daughter, and then we have an ours baby, my four-year-old daughter. Um, Yeah, and and, uh, we, my husband and I got married in 2016. We met in 2014, which is actually the same year that my son and my um, son's dad, or my son's dad and I um, separated. So my son was born in 2012, mm-hmm. him and I separated, um, in 2014. And then that same year I met my husband 
Okay. And um, yeah, now, when I, you when with your um, and, and I know a little bit of the backstory. So I'm going to just tell everybody that you have an amazing relationship with your ex, right? Like yes. Are great. Yeah. And he gets along great with your husband, right? So for the most part, yeah, we have been, yeah, super blessed, Uh um, with, with just being able to, as I, as I call it respectfully co-parenting, right. Um, you know, I mean, there's different versions of, of co-parenting, you know, everybody has their own take on it. Um, for us, you know, I think the biggest thing is that respect that we have, you know, my, husband respects my son's dad, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously entirely, you know, with, with, you know, in terms of his role. Yeah. But the nice thing is, is that my son's dad also equally respects my husband, you know, for who he is and what his role is in my son's life. Right. And that's how it should be. I mean, yes, if we're evolved, people, that's how it should be. You know, the relationship, what, what ended for the two of you romantically, um, you know, I'm sure you've seen our posts and and our campaign to explain to people that are divorced or separated or whatever, that who you choose next is vital, right? To how, um, to your next relationship and how things progress and the peace in your family. So you might be leaving something that's not peaceful and then you then you're out of it and you find peace as single people. And then, then there's that stage three. It's like, who are you bringing in and, you know, not making sure that they don't disrupt everything. So right. respect, that's what you need. You need to have, find somebody who says, okay, this is your life you know, and I respect that and I know where I fit in and, you know, yeah. all that good stuff. So, and there also has to be that trust in that, right. I mean, my, my um, son's dad had to trust that who I was bringing into, Absolutely. you know, our, our house and, mm-hmm. and, you know, taking care of our son is somebody that, you know, my, son's dad can trust, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I remember that he could trust you to make the right decision. Yeah. That he could trust me, but then also in turn, you know, kind of just letting go and saying, okay, I also am going to trust him. Yeah. Um, the funny or not funny, but you know, just the, I guess, mature side of, my son's ex, uh, my son's dad. I'm just going to refer to him as my ex. Yeah, just say your ex. Yeah, just say <laughs> yeah, <your>. yeah. <laughs> um, he, when I told him, you know, listen, you know, things are pretty serious with my then boyfriend. Um, you know, I think he's going to move in. Yada yada. My son's dad. You know, the only question he really had was, does he treat you well? Mm-hmm. You know, does he respect you and talk to you? the way he should, because that's mm-hmm. all I want is for my son to see, you know, another oh. man treat you and respect you the way that, you know, you deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just thought that was so mature of him, yeah. you know, he wasn't, there was, uh, there could have been jealousy. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like we split up on, you know, um, an agreement, Mm -hmm. but at that point, you know, he was able to be, you know, just super mature about, um, that, you know, just that whole conversation. So how much time went by? You said it was 14, 2014 when you split, and then it was 2016, you married your husband. So in that two, am I, did I get that right? Yes, you're right. Okay. So in that two year time, how, how much time had passed since your split and then that conversation that you just described? Oh, gosh. Um, so, you know, in all honesty, my husband and I, we moved really quickly. So, I mean, we're honestly talking. Um, we, my ex and I split um, January 2014. I met my um, husband in um July of 2014. Okay. And just a few months later, we had that discussion. So maybe nine months. 
Um, and it, you know, and again, you know, it wasn't a kind of mutual separation between the two of us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, it, it was, it was something that I think was hard for him, um, you know, to accept, but like I said, he was just, he's, he was the bigger person. He, he was so mature about it. That's, that's amazing. Um, so not, okay. So it was nine months until you had that conversation. And when you, when you say it wasn't mutual, which obviously is very, very, very common where there's that imbalance there. One is one, one person is always further out the door than the other, aren't yeah. they? It's, I mean, that's just yeah. the truth. Um, so when you say that I'm getting the vibe or getting the feeling that you were the one who wanted to go. Is that? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So he, he didn't want the relationship to end. So you yeah. were the one who wanted to go and then, and then you split. Is mm-hmm. that? Okay. Yeah. And, and it was pretty abrupt, you know, for him. I just kind of came to the realization one day, you know, that I didn't think that this was, you know, for me and, and he deserved, um, you know, something better. I think we all deserve something better. And so it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't mutual. Um, but I just want to talk. I, the only reason I want to go back and just like pick at that a little bit is, is only because it's important to know sometimes like, it sounds like, like you said, when you talk to him about your husband and the seriousness of it, that, you know, it was a, it's kind of a big deal since he was the one that didn't want the relationship to to end. It's kind of a big deal to call out that he was still willing and able to, you know, in such a quick amount of time, that six, nine months is not a long time um, to be able to have those kind of conversations with you. And that really speaks to his character as a father, um, you know, just saying, hey, yeah. you know, I want this guy to treat you right because I want my son to see what needs to be seen. Yeah, I I have always said, I mean, I have, you know, when I first kind of started opening up about our co-parenting relationship, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the past year or so, if you will, on social media, um, I made it a point on, on one of the posts to say, just honestly, I don't know that we would be where we are if it were not for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, I did some things in the beginning of our, our um, co-parenting, you know, us navigating co-parenting in those first couple of months after we broke up that I'm honestly, I'm not super proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I think that his maturity, um, you know, and his ability to put his own feelings aside about me, you know, and mm-hmm. how he felt about me and all that, and just keep the focus on my, on my son, mm-hmm. um, and our son. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was able to follow suit with him. And like I said, I mean, I just, I, it takes two to mm-hmm. co-parent as we both know, but, um, he, he was really the, the one who kind of spearheaded everything, you know, and, and mm-hmm. kind of navigate, you know, set the, set the path set the in, the, in the right direction set the yeah. for everything. Okay. That's good. Now, what, can, do you mind if we talk about it a little bit, what, what were, what were the things that were going on in those first couple of months? Cause that's, yeah, you know, can always be yeah, such a sure. volatile time because sure. the emotions are still there unless look, unless you left the relationship and you had already closed out those feelings and put them aside yourself. But I mean, what were the, what were the things that were happening that he was over, he was able to overcome for the, for the dads listening, um, even the moms listening, what were those things? If you don't mind. Um, I mean, in all honesty, was there like threats of court and oh yeah well like yes um so the the beginning you know the first two months or so I mean yeah. I wasn't I wasn't able to I guess kind of or maybe I wasn't not that I wasn't able to I just failed to see um his side mm-hmm. of things you know I, I didn't have the the sympathy and the empathy that I probably should have mm-hmm. you know I I had closed the door on our relationship 
Um, and, you know, he still had questions and wanted answers um, that I just, I wasn't in a place to be able to be open with him. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I really regret the most is I, I really played the mom card. You know, I'm his mom, you know, I'm, I hate to say it, I, I'm more important. My, you know, our son needs me more than he needs you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had a chip on my shoulder and I was limiting his, my, um, my ex's time with my son, you know, and simply, you know, using that mom card. Mm-hmm. And I a hundred percent regret that, mm-hmm. you know, my son doesn't know he was only a year old, but, um, it just took a couple of months before my ex, um, served me papers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, that was very eye opening for mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that's it. You know, I, I have the power, you know, he, he should be with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously I, I couldn't have been farther from the truth, but that was the turning point really for me is that, you know, he's fighting for his son. He really wants to be with his son. Um, why, why am I preventing that from happening? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, we're going to go to court and somebody's going to dictate how and when we spend our time. Mm -hmm. No, you know, we're going to figure it Mm -hmm. out. And, um, that's what we did. I mean, Mm -hmm. we literally just spent a month or so talking it out, figuring it out, tried to keep the lawyers out of it all and came up with a parenting plan that was, you know, 50, 50, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then at first we really stuck mm-hmm. to the parenting plan, you know, pretty closely, but come today, I don't even know what that parenting plan says. Um, everything's really navigated by our son, you know, and what he wants, you know, if, if it's my night, you know, for him to spend the night, but he wants to be with dad, cool, go with dad, you know, I'll pick you up mm-hmm. tomorrow mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And, and your ex, it's not as if your ex was a bad dad prior to your split. So no. So everything that you felt about, you know, if he wanted, if he wanted to spend time and then you were preventing that just because, just because you were the mom was all you, all ego, more or less, Mm -hmm. because you had given birth to the baby probably. And you're like, it's my, it's my son, you know, that possessiveness sometimes can kick in and, um, but that's really good, you know, and that, that's what I hope that people can try to learn, um, when they're on our site, on our page, listening to this podcast is that if you have a parent that was amazing before, cause they might not have been a great spouse or partner, but if they were a good parent, then it should make it in theory. And hopefully one day the message will be out there enough. So everybody understands this, but in theory, it should actually make the split easier because yeah. this, because the romance is unplugged, right? Parenting is forever. And if you start from having a good parent, oh my goodness, I can't tell you how many people would give anything to have to start there right? when they split. So that's really great. So you guys worked it out. So he served you papers. Then you got, then you really got nervous um because now we're looking at court and what it costs and the time and the emotions and the potential collateral damage um and all of it but you never did you ever finalize did you get a court order or yeah we have a a, case and went your we have a um, yeah we have a parenting plan and an order that was signed by the judge but it was all on you said yeah. that. You said but you don't know what it looks terms. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and then your son was a baby too. So he was a baby. I'm sorry. And he was a baby. So was he? Yeah. Stay, so was he? How old was he when he was spending the night at dad's after the separation? He had. He was uh, about I don't know, 14, 15 months old. Oh, okay. So cool. All right. And then you met your husband. And how did you present your co-parenting at that point? Because again, nine months is not a lot of time to right. shift gears and then get everything going. So at nine months, were you guys still in court at that point? 
Yeah. You were still going through. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were working through things um, when I first met my husband and, um, you know, I met him as a dad as well um, because his daughter and my son are literally 10 days apart from each other. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So like twins. (laughs) I know. Right. That's what we say. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, cute. But, you know, so he already knew, you know, the whole parent life, Mm -hmm. um, you know, having a, an ex that, um, you know, he had to co-parent with, um, and, and kind of work through all that with. So what stage, um, what stage was he in Kim? So he wasn't, he wasn't really in a stage. It was just kind of like, it, it was actually probably pretty similar, um, to what I was doing. He was, he was kind of limited on his ability to visit with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of contingencies in place that he had no say in, um, So he definitely, you know, knew kind of the struggle that I was facing. Um, But he, he was very accepting, you know, obviously of the fact um, that I had, you know, an ex, you know, a a Mm co-parent that we were going to have to work alongside with. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that I, I honestly, I can't even tell you. I think by the time we, my husband and I got married, so that was March, 2016, um, my husband and my son's dad, my ex were able to talk to each other. You know, there were never any like harsh words prior to that. It was just, there was no relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, um, just between myself and my ex, Mm -hmm. um, any kind of communication, or, you know, talks of my son. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of the turning point. Um, you know, the, the, the time, if you will, that my husband and my, my ex, um, started having a relationship. Okay. When you got married. Yeah. Um, he, my, yeah, my son's dad came to our venue. He didn't go to the wedding, but you know, he came and picked my son up after, you know, the wedding was over, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it was kind of like, uh, they, they saw each other and it was just, you know, congratulations. Yeah. 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 And it was kind of like, you know, a new chapter was built there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And you, once you, once you were married to your husband, it's kind of like, okay, the guy is sticking around. I might as well, (laughs) you know, yeah, we all might as well do the right thing. You yeah, know, there's yeah, that. there's no denying much mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, right. right. Now, did you did, did you were in the, the unique perspective of going through the process of figuring out your timeshare with your ex, but then seeing the frustrations of your husband and what he was going through and having to support him through that, was there any resolution on his side while you were developing your relationship? No, what no, during you just stay back and kind of let them do their thing too. As much as I possibly could, it was, Mm -hmm. it was a pretty, um, tumultuous, um, relationship that my, on their side. Yeah. That my husband and his ex, um, we're having at that mm-hmm. time. Um, so I tried as much as I could to kind of stay out of everything. Um, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you know, um, events for my stepdaughter, you know, school events, dance events, things like that, we would see each other. And unfortunately, um, nine times out of 10, those, um, meetups were unpleasant, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and would escalate unnecessarily, between them or you and her? Between, um, no, between not them? Between them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yikes. And then how is, so how did you feel about that prior to getting married? I mean, obviously you're married now and you guys are, you know, um, enjoying that together, but what did, what thoughts would go through your mind when you would see how they acted? I mean, did, did, 
I guess what I'm trying to ask you, and I'm going to just ask you is, didn't it stress you out? Oh my gosh. Didn't you think to yourself like, oh my God, do I want to be part of this for God knows how long? One hundred percent stress me out. I mean, I would play the scenarios over in my head and think, you know, was there something I could have done, should have done, you know, it's not my place, but you know, it affects me as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just very stressful. Um, you know, and, and coming from where I am now, you know, or even then in my co-parenting, um, progression with my ex, you know, I would sit there and I would just be like, why can't they do this or, Mm -hmm. you know, why Mm -hmm. it was just, but I was, you know, trying to stay in my own lane, if you will, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't, of course, um, you know, I'd try to help my husband out, you know, when we would get home, I'd be like, you know, why did you do this? And you Mm could have said this, this way, or Mm -hmm. just walked away or something. Mm -hmm. Um, like, can you give an example of what would happen? Because it's from a kid's perspective, it cannot be good for you to go to, let's say a sporting event and you're there, you're trying to perform and maybe you've had some accomplishments. Like I know that your son plays baseball, right? And my son mm-hmm. played baseball as well. So taking that perspective, I can't imagine going to a game and then having him just as an athlete, having to concentrate and be part of the team and perform. But then he knows sitting in the stands over there, maybe something's going to happen with his parents arguing or fighting or after the game, some embarrassment, whatever it is, you know, how kids remember being a mm-hmm. kid and embarrassed if your parents like oh my gosh, wore, yeah. the, wore the wrong shoes. Right. So imagine, yeah. let alone <laughs> no. spoke. Thank you. So imagine, <laughs> the arguing and the intensity of, and what that would have felt like. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it was me, I, that really would have put me in a place to question, um, question things. And so, so when that would happen, where was your stepdaughter? Was she there or away or was it, was it more bickering or are you talking about full-blown arguments in a parking lot? All, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it would vary. Um, and yeah, there were times that my stepdaughter was present. And, you know, I remember, you know, one time just trying to interact with her and, you know, talk Distract with her. her. While, yeah. While they yeah. were, you know, working things out the way that they were working them out, you know, um, yeah, I tried to pull her to the side and, um, now, was your son there as well? Or, okay, so now your son is being affected by that. Yeah. Did he ever, did he ever say anything about it? No. No, they were about four or so, I want to say. So I don't know that they really processed it, you know. The, you I, yeah, su- I mean, you surpri- say that, yeah. Yeah, I, you'd be surprised. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't say anything. My son didn't say anything. Um you know, my stepdaughter didn't say anything that I know of. Um, but yeah, well, let's I mean, put it, let's put it in this perspective. When we were kids and we heard our parents arguing, did we ever say anything to them? True. No, never. No. Right. I mean, I, can't, you remember I, can't imagine, yeah. I can't, I think I might've said things to my mom as an adult, like later on going, here's my, finally, here's my feelings on a couple things that happened, but I don't, I would have, as a child, I never would have approached my parents yeah. about an, an argument that would have just, you know, you internalize it or you just don't care or, you know, it's yeah, depending on the intensity level. Right. So, and I mean, yeah, oops, go, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go oh, ahead. Today. Right. I mean, it, obviously if, if that were to happen, um, you know, our, our kids are, are pretty, <laughs> pretty outspoken, you know, Mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna, they're gonna say something. Mm -hmm. Um, so thankfully that doesn't happen anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of boundaries were set. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, well, that's compare. I I hate to interrupt you, but that's what I was gonna 
ask real quick before I forget is, is that how did he stop? Like, how did that end? He set up the boundaries, but boundaries are only as good as the ability to enforce them. So um, I want to, I want to get back to that. I want to, I want you to talk about what they did to stop okay. those things from happening, but go ahead and finish what you were saying. Well, I was just going to say, um, you know, my son mm-hmm. sees the way that me and his dad talk to each other, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, the communication is there, the respect is there. Um, you know, there's no questions off limits. You know, if he feels a certain way, he can express it. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll say something to um, his dad if, you know, his dad's joking around and, you know, makes some kind of smart comment to me. Mm-hmm. He'll say, oh, you don't talk to my mom like that. But <laughs> he, you know, he knows it's yeah. a joke. Yeah. Um, whereas on the flip side, um, my stepdaughter, I don't think, um, she's very aware that her mom and her dad don't have a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and that hurts, you Mm -hmm. know, I think that hurts me. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't, you know, speak for anybody else, but, um, I know that she knows that they don't speak, they don't get along, they don't interact with each other. Um, you know, there's a, there's a hard divide between them two Mm -hmm. and, you know, that that's their way of, of parenting. Um, I just appreciate the fact that I don't have that with Mm -hmm. my ex, you know, that my son is able to benefit from, you know, two parents who don't always get along, Mm -hmm. but don't ever show him that we're upset with the other person Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, it's just, I'm just, like I said, I'm thankful that, yeah, my son knows that we have this respect that mm-hmm. we're friends. We're going to always get along for the sake of him. Um, and there's no question about mm-hmm. that. And you're so far removed now. Right. And then you said the kids are 10, uh, no, eight, right. Eight. eight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then at eight years old, you know, they're, they're becoming more aware, but also more independent. And I'm wondering, I, I mean, I guess I'm wondering, does your son, because he has um, you and dad interacting like that. And of course, as they get older, your face-to-face interactions with your ex have become less and less because your son's older now. So, um, but do you think that your son is a positive influence on your stepdaughter in, in her, whatever, I'm not saying that she struggles. Maybe she doesn't, maybe she's perfectly fine with her parents on either side of a wall, but if she does, have you ever found out that they've like talked about it or does he come, does he bring that up? Has that ever happened? That- That's such a good question. Honestly, I don't know if they talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're two very different kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my son is like, you know, all up in everyone's business and, you know, he's Mr. got outgoing. You know, yeah. Yeah. And he's got something to say about everything. Yeah. Whereas my stepdaughter is a lot more introverted um, in, in that sense, in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, talking about her parents and, and her feelings and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I don't know if they talk about it. I do know that, yeah, my son, I think would be um, someone who, could be a a good influence for her to kind of just be like, well, why don't you maybe ask, you know, Mm -hmm. if, you know, you don't like the way something is, or, you know, you're curious about Mm -hmm. this. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I, you're not sure. That's interesting. Cause I'm curious now. Yeah. They, they may not be there yet. Well, your stepdaughter, let's talk about her. So your stepdaughter sees how you and your ex are. She also has her dad. I mean, I've talked to you before, so I'm just going to announce for the podcast that, you know, he's a, he's a good dad. He's a great dad. Right. So she's got a great dad and then she has you. And then she has, um, your ex who comes around and sometimes hangs out at the pool or whatever, and they're all together. So she sees that she sees those three adults 
And then as your son gets older and they grow, literally grow up together almost in tandem, she'll have a fourth support system who's her age. And I think that is going to be such a huge advantage for her. Don't you? I mean, they may not talk about it now, but in the future, let's, let's say, you know, your, your husband and his ex, they just continue to, to be this way. And they're just, you know, they're, they just pass her back and forth, but there's no interaction. If they continue like that, then it is what it is, right? As long as there's no conflict, then that's, that's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> but at least, but on the other side to, to balance that for lack of a better word, to balance that she has three adults setting a great example. And then also a, a sibling now who can help her out, out as well. So this is, yeah. you know, this seems like a bad thing, but in your family, it could turn out to be exactly what this little girl needed in her life, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, every no, life it's... is funny in the different paths we take and, and who needs what and where. So maybe you guys are exactly what you're supposed to be in, um, in your dynamic. So it's, it's interesting. So next question. Um, okay. So, so you guys, so you guys got married and you had an hours baby, like how long after your daughter, wait, your daughter's four. So you had a, oh, so you had right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We think three I just had to do a quick calculation. <laughs> yeah. Your math is right. Yeah. <laughs> so right yeah, away you had an hours baby and how are the kids with her? Are, are they just in love or they're like, Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, it depends on the day. On our, the day. Our, our youngest mood, really. She's uh-huh. she's something else. But, um, okay. oh, my, my son is obsessed with her. Like, since okay. day one, um, obsessed. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, equally, my, my stepdaughter. But the funny thing is now, and I remember this growing up with my younger sister, mm-hmm. they're now at a place where... Um, my youngest is kind of getting annoying to mm-hmm. my stepdaughter because mm-hmm. she just wants to, to be her, you know, yeah. she wants to follow her everywhere she goes, you know, do everything she does. Yeah. And my stepdaughter's kind of like, can I just have a few minutes to myself? <laughs> and my daughter's like, no, you can't. Right. But, um, which is funny. Cause I have, you know, so my, my youngest is four as well. Yeah. When, when was your daughter born? January okay. 2017. So, so yeah, my, my youngest is July, but, um, she's same thing. Always wants to be with her brother and sister. Aww. And I think it's important for them to have their own space in the day, yeah. just to decompress or whatever. I don't care if they sit in the corner and pick their nose. I just, everybody needs their time alone. I think it's hundred percent. So, but, um, so check this out. I do it for her as well, the little one. And like, I let her have, excuse me, go and have her own time and try to instill that so that they can just be separate, recharge, and then come back and be together. But it's the same thing. She, she wants, she wants to be them and is talking about when I'm this and I grow up and when I'm this and that. And Uh and it's cute because my, um, my 10 year old is very much um she has like a very teaching she's a she has a she's very nurturing but she also loves to teach oh so um for for them it actually works out because she likes to have her little sister asking her questions and oh yeah that's perfect yeah figuring it out but um so all right so your kids love their little sister obviously and how does it work? I know there's a lot of people who wonder about this, who maybe are just out of their um, marriages and relationships and they have one child and maybe they want to have more children. So once they get there, but I know that they might struggle because I get these questions all the time, um, struggling with, well, how does, if I have another baby with somebody else, how does it feel to then have one child leaving and going, sharing that? How does it feel in the perspective forth? of who? In the perspective, like you as the mom, how okay. does it feel to, you know, have your stepdaughter and your son 
heading out the door for a, por a portion of the week? Um, well, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, in the beginning, um, that, whew, that was tough, okay. obviously. I mean, you mm -hmm. go from every day to, you know, every other or 50% of the time, that's, that's a struggle. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, in, in all honesty, in my perspective, um, it's really not that bad anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, you've, you've got your hands full with yeah. your, you know, 24 hours a day, baby. Yeah. Um, that sometimes it's kind of, uh, nice. you know, a break it's, it's, nice, yeah, it's a right? relief. Yeah. 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 Um, so I did, you know, and originally think, um, you know, how, how am I going to work through this? I'm mm -hmm. going to have a lot of guilt, right. you know, that I'm doing these certain things with, you know, my daughter and I'm not doing them with my other kids, mm -hmm. but they're with their parents having mm -hmm. a blast mm -hmm. doing fun things, mm -hmm. you know, that we're not doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that for me, I think was the biggest thing was kind of just overcoming that guilt that mm -hmm. I felt. Mm -hmm. Um, but gosh, yeah. I mean, some days <laughs> my husband will be, and I will be like, Hey, today, do we have just one kid two kids or three kids? <laughs> like what, what do we have today? And when it's one, it depends, kid, like, oh. it, how many kids we have depends on where we're going for dinner. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like those days that were like, today's one kid Found day. One. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's easier. You know, it's just yeah. an easier kind of a break of a day. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean obviously, you know, that we're not missing our kids or of whatever, but, um, yeah, it's, it was a little difficult at first for, you know, many different reasons, but these days, um, you know, it's, it's not really much of a thought. We, when you have a new baby, everything is so intense anyway. Right. So that's how I feel. I feel like that time you're so, it just feels like you're just, the switch is on and it's on <laughs> all the time. Yes. <laughs> or, or another analogy would be like, you just, the gas is pressed and you just, Oh yeah. You know, it feels like that. So, um, I, I am on your side. I liked when my daughter would go and it was just, I could, it was just, I could, cause I, I actually felt more guilt if that makes more sense when she was with me and I'm, and it, cause I wanted to spend time with yes. her, but then the baby is so needy. And it was just, you know, it's, if I look, here's the truth. If her dad and I were still married, I would still ask him to take her away so that, so that she could yeah. go and have time and do something fun because yeah. I mean, with a newborn and everything, and when they're really little, are you dragging them around to all the everywhere? I mean, I know, I know some people do, but I, I just didn't do that. So, you know, I was home a lot and then with the nursing and everything. So I, I feel relieved. I felt relieved when, when yeah. she would go with her dad and I knew that she was going and she was going to have fun for the day mm -hmm. and it was just her and she wouldn't have to worry about, you know, hearing the baby crying and all these other things. And it didn't matter to her, Kim. She's a very sweet, sweet, sweet girl, but it was me. It was my right. feeling. Usually um, is. Yeah. You know, feeling like, oh something's I'm messing up on something something you know all that like you said all oh that gosh, guilt yeah. where you feel I mean we feel like we're screwing up all the time and guess what we're not we're actually not we're not yeah the kids don't even notice you know no. like no <laughs> you know that don't. age no they, they don't they're not aware that no. anything's being messed up no no and I mean they you know they're 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 more fine than we think but we get you know I can be an overthinker for sure and that's where my, where I get myself get over here too. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably all moms are overthinkers yeah. at, at certain points, but, um, you know, you get yourself in trouble with that because your kids really don't, you know, if everything's peaceful and they can come and go and there's not a lot of like chaos in their life, they're fine. They're actually fine. <laughs> and they're glad for, for their own time. Absolutely. So, very cool. And then is there anything that you feel like co-parenting wise that you, you still have to overcome with, with dad? Um, yeah. Like what do you, what do you guys, do you argue? What do you disagree about? What do you disagree about? I don't know. Is it, 
um silly things or it depends on it's who's usually what yeah it's usually silly things I'm trying to think the last argument it was over like pickup okay. you know if I could pick up for him instead and I was like oh I don't know you know I'm gonna have to check my schedule I asked my husband he's yeah. like oh I'm gonna have to check my schedule and it was just like miscommunication yeah. and he's just like yeah, just never mind I'll do it yeah I'll figure it out and I'm like whoa yeah. you know yeah I didn't say no but it's usually stuff like that mm -hmm. um you know in the beginning it was a hundred percent like you know nighttime routine foods, you know, that he was eating. I wanted him to eat a certain way and he right. wasn't doing it the, you know, the way that I thought it should be done. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, nowadays it's like, you know, we argue over how many days a week he has baseball practice and, you know, I'm like, mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I think the kid needs a break and yeah. you know, yeah. he doesn't agree. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think the I, biggest, Kim, I, Kim, I, Listen, my son played baseball for 14 years. Okay. I get it. And he, and he was a great baseball player too. Like he was really good. And, yeah. um, well, his dad was, that's the problem. That's the problem. If he's really good, if he's really good, then it gets busier. You, yeah, I know exactly. sometimes you, you secretly want them to suck and then you can to go home and sit on the couch for five minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I turn around, you know, he's being recruited to go play somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah. like, yeah. are you kidding me? Uh-huh. But, uh -huh. um, and, and of course your son loves it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you get it just, well, and dad is, dad is coach. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't want to break that dynamic up, yeah. you know, I mean, that's like the ultimate for them. My, you know, my son loves that his dad is the coach. And yeah. of course, you know, dad loves that, you know, mm -hmm. he's coaching his, his kids. So I'm, I try to, I'm that's that's And your son, when he grows up, I'm going to tell, I'm going to give you a glimpse at your future now and the, re <laughs> the rewards that come from, from allow, I should, I hate the word allowing, but I have yet to find a better word, but it's like, you're not allowing it but then you kind of are, but supporting, 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 supporting I guess. Um, but what's going to happen is 20 years from now, maybe less, your son will be sitting at around the table at dinner and you'll overhear maybe Thanksgiving dinner, let's say, and you got family there and you're going to overhear him talking to his sisters or to his cousins or somebody in you're going to overhear a conversation where he is bragging about his family and about his baseball and about his memories of baseball oh, yeah. and his teammates and how his teammates are still his best friends to this day and this this is the life I'm living now <laughs> and it it really was it was like the proudest moment when <clears throat> My proudest moments is, is hearing now after, you know, you question yourself for so long over so many things. And then here he is fully grown. And there was a moment where he, I overheard him talking about us, like me and his dad and how we were with baseball and some funny stories about us being at baseball. And like, I used to bring... <clears throat> excuse me. I used to bring an air horn and he used to tell me, he's like, mom, you didn't bring the air. Don't blow that thing. And I'm like, I will blow the air horn if I feel yeah. like it. Cause he used to hit a lot of home runs and grand slams and stuff like that. And I was proud of him. Yeah. So I, so I used to bring the air horn. So anyway, not to, not to bore you with my life story, but now for him to talk about those things and those to be the memories that are locked right. in, it's so it's so redeeming because for so long you think to yourself, holy shit, you know, anybody who walks away, I mean, so many parents suffer and stay because they're worried about what happens outside of the marriage. Um, but it's, if you put your mind in the right place and think about your child, it will be okay. Because I used to suffer through all that stuff and question myself. And nowadays I'm like, <laughs> good job good job pat myself on the back because it's 
it's really, um, I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget overhearing Aww. him talk about us for the first time and be just proud, just proud of his family and, you know, his stepdad and he would come and he, he just like every, just, just proud of his family and um, allowing them to feel that pride openly where they, they're not, you know, cause sometimes kids when they're, when they're kind of squeezed between their parents and, um, and the pressures of that, and they're not allowed to openly talk about their experiences and they're nervous about expressing themselves to one parent because it might piss them off. And then, you know, right. bouncing between homes and, you know, they almost develop like two personalities because they got to be one way at one home and one in the other. And none of that happens if you right. just let your kid be your kid and, and be grateful that they're healthy and they're thriving and they're able to have this immense capacity for love and forgiveness. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And that's, so that's what your future looks like, Kim. <laughs> hey, if that's your what, kids sitting around going, good job, mom and dad. <laughs> I know if that's, if that's what my future looks like, you know, that's all it. I really want. Yeah. yeah. It's just yep. at the end of all of this, you know, for him to look back and just be like, yeah, you know, my, my parents were at all the games, you mm -hmm. know, they didn't, I mean, for the most part, embarrass me, right. you know, with, <laughs> but like, you know, with like being parents, you know, like just, it could have, it could be different. You know, okay. we could be the parents, you know, the, where I sit on one side of yes. the, you know, the, the yeah, bleachers the and he's yeah. at the other and we mm -hmm. don't talk. And everybody's all like, oh, you know, do yeah. they, you know, his friends are asking, you know, questions and, you know, it's just the only questions they're asking are, you know, questions really, you know, like positive questions, right, you know, nothing right. like, um, you know, any, you know, that there's any drama or mm -hmm. anything, you know, I mean, nobody likes being around <laughs> those yeah. scenarios, you know, yeah. where you go to the game and, and you know, you know, oh, they're, those parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, everybody knows those. Because because so. it, it, then it bleeds out into everything else. So let's say you and your ex were warring and you wore the roses, and you're at opposite sides of the bleachers, and you don't speak to each other. And then after the game, you go to your car, and nobody talks to anybody, and you're not like we used to literally wait outside the dugout together, talking about how he did. Oh yeah, and then, and then he'd come out, and you know, I'd hug him. I'm like, good job. So you every, and then again, everybody sees that. And then that bleeds out into even his friends being comfortable to come around. Cause I mean, there's no, the goal is, I, well, at least for us, the, the goal is we don't want him to be ashamed of his right. family. There's no reason for that. I mean, people just don't work out sometimes and that's life. And, right. and our kids, the way things are going, our kids may end up in our position so why don't we show them how to do it the right way without the shame and guilt and staying too long and torturing yourself and being miserable and all those things? Why don't we teach them the right, the right way to do it? So, um, you know, it was always great. His friends um, for baseball were always around, always coming to the house, you know, um, his dad coached as well. So, you know, it's very, very similar lifestyles, but you're just, let's see. 13, 14, 15 years behind me. <laughs> <laughs> right there though. Yeah. All right. Well, I do. So do you have any questions for me? Um, well, I guess, do you have something that, you know, I opened my, my story of how I, you know, regret, um, you know, having used the mother card and, you know, that's something that I, I definitely regret. I'm just curious, you know, do you have something that, um, you wish you would have done differently, um, uh, maybe in the beginning, you know, stages or, you know, were you always like, you know, team, you know, team no, player? I, I was not, well, I wanted to be, yes, I always wanted to be a team player. Um, I, so the only tumultuous breakup was with my son's father. 
And I was scared out of my mind because I didn't know. Look, I knew what the relationship was like with him. Um, and so then I was scared about how he was going to handle, you know, the, the split because I was the one who left. So I wanted to be a team player, but the deck was stacked against me a little bit because there was not only him, but he also has um, an enabling, very highly enabling mother. Mm. And so it was almost like them against me and right. huge personalities that you're dealing with. And I'm an outgoing person, but I'm not like a, there isn't, there, my, e I, I don't even know where my ego is. <laughs> I, where, where is it? But I, so I, I wanted to be a team player. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't working out like that because he was pissed off that I left. Um, so I tried, we didn't file for like, we didn't file papers straight away, but, um, yeah, I mean, about, I want to say about a year, let's see, maybe about a year-ish after we split, he served me and we were trying, like what we went through in that year was not cute. So yeah. I was working full time. He had a flexible schedule because he ha has his own business. And I was just trying to like, I was working like 50, 60 hours a week. And then our son was a baby trying to get the baby. And um, how old? Was well, we split when he was five months. Yeah. Well, he had, I didn't have, I was here in Florida <clears throat> and he had his parents to help and I didn't have a support system. Right. The so long story short, I knew these things, even though I was really scared and nervous and didn't know like what, which end was up. I still knew that I wanted my son to be in a healthy environment and taken care of while it was working. Cause it can't not work. Right? right. So there was a lot of dynamics there. So no, I, I wanted to be a team player, but his dad didn't allow it. Once he served me the papers, that was it. I was like, okay, I can't talk to this guy. Like I just, I can't talk to him because the way that the year had gone, he even went and did some like other things to me outside of our breakup that were like blew, blew my mind. So I was like, honestly, I was like, F him. <clears throat> I'm not talking to him anymore. Right. Wants to go to court, then let's go to court. So we went to court and we, so we ended up, yeah. So we went through, went to court. I hated every minute of it. It made me nervous. Oh, I bet. Um, and then we came up with the agreement and we followed it. We just followed it. And there was really not a lot of dialogue. And it wasn't until our son, not for lack of trying, like I would, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat is so dry today. I swear to God, I think it's because I ate salty food for dinner last night. And then you get the whole next day. It's like, you got to drink gallons <laughs> of water. Just oh to, yeah. So much water. Oh, oh, hydrate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm giving you a really, really long answer, but we okay. ended up coming together when my son started when he went into preschool, so it was three and he had a couple of like little preschool events. So that was, that started us like kind of right. like, Oh, look how cute. And then we sat next, you know, in the, when he would do his little performance or during his preschool graduation, stuff like that, like sit next to each other. Then it was T-ball. So then when T-ball came along, then it was more, you know, I think it was more to talk about more to celebrate plus yeah. time had gone on um and our son was getting older and there was less unknowns because he could talk you know and express himself yeah so that it, makes sense it was it was like that and then after that um like you said I honestly I, I don't even know where our custody <laughs> agreement is I got lost that thing years ago. I had to find oh it. yeah I'd love to read it all these years later <laughs> but yeah so it just it just worked itself out from there, but in really tiny increments. And for anyone listening, I want to tell you that I also, and you can, I, I also was able to, I knew his personality 
So I was able to develop some strategies, we'll say, of how to talk to him, right? And it was about the approach and um, using certain words. And some people might hear that and say, well, well, you know, why do I have to, why do I have to do that? And what the hell I got to make that effort for? Well, for me, if someone asked me that, my answer would be for my son. That's what I would do that for. So I would, you know, people would die for their kids or they'd like to say that, but they won't have a hard conversation with somebody for their kids or they won't, right? you know, or they won't edit their speech or how they communicate for their kids. So you'll, go, you'll, you'll literally say you'll die to defend them. But what about within your own family? So you know, true. life is, life is full of hard conversations, isn't it? I mean, so true. can you imagine, can you imagine our kids being in school and, um, let's say they, they hate math and they're like, mom, I'm quitting math. I'm never going to math class class again. What would you say? You'd be like, what, excuse me? <laughs> You're just quitting math class. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty, pretty sure you'll be there tomorrow. Like, yeah. Yeah. But that's what I think of sometimes when I think of like all the blocking and unfollowing and no, no communication or forced communication. And then you know, I'm all for tools and strategies to help people um, communicate and listen and comprehend. But, you know, like even some apps who like, like the quarter, like, okay, you have to use this app. Well, what happens when one person refuses to use the app? Like just won't even put hi or right. a period in the app. Then what? You're still dealing with, with issues and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's my husband's mm -hmm. situation. You know, um, they only communicate through the court ordered app. Um, and it's kind of on each parent to reply back, mm -hmm. you know, beyond that. I mean, there's not much more you can do. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the lawyers aren't sitting there in your, in your bedroom at night responding. Right. To your right. Yeah. Messages. Oh, you, you, you're supposed to reply back within 24 hours but you didn't. So you're in trouble. Okay. So nope. you didn't, let's think that through. How is that enforceable? You got to go and dump a bunch of money back in court and say, uh -huh. she didn't reply to my message about whether, you know, the schedule is this on Friday, you're going to go right. pay for somebody to let them what, then you come back out and it happens again and again and again and again. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it's rough. There's obviously, you know, strategy and a system to it all, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what I say? The bigger the ego, the bigger the target. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I'm rubbing yeah. my hands together right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes I see people fighting, like they're like, Oh, there's he's a big ego, this and that, and there, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you you hear the come dollar here. bills. I'm yeah, like, come to mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me show you some things. Yeah. yeah. I know. But I, yeah. But yeah, I I um yeah, it was I I could say I never wanted to keep my son from my ex. I never felt that way. Never for a moment. Um he loved our son. Um he was a, he was a good dad in his own way. And I say that because he's not exactly like me. Um, and you know, like you, we had conversations about diet and I'm like, don't feed him that. And he's like, mind your business. If you want to feed right. him, he used to call my food rabbit food. <laughs> Cause it was all veg. It was vegetables and healthy. That's exactly what he calls yeah. my food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and my, and, and his dad would be like, if you want to feed him rabbit food, then do it. I don't have to feed him. Rabbit food. Right. Right. I, yeah. So then, so then I compensated for that by saying, you know what? That's actually right. Why am I going to fight him on that? That's true. You know, and if we had stayed together and we were married, he'd still probably be feeding him whatever. And right. I'm over here feeding him healthy. So, um, you know, half, half of the time, that's just what my son's life was. And, and so what, yeah. you know, he's, there's no harm, no foul. And, and he's a good guy. He's a really great guy. And Yes. I'm going to let you go. And thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you so much for having yeah. me again. I, yeah. I am happy to be a part of this community. Oh, I know. I'm happy to have you here. And for anybody listening, please reach out to Kim. Um, all her information is going to be in the caption of this podcast and everywhere it needs to be. Um, so check her out. She makes, she writes some like very beautiful posts and you'll get to see her family and, and, um, you know, get to follow along her journey. So Thanks. bye, Kim. I'll see you later. Go bye, take care of those sunny. kitties. I know they're home from school. I know they're on the, por the you port, uh, porch right now. Yeah. You see them out the window. The Hello, mom. <laughs> yeah, my daughter keeps waving, waving. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. I'll let you go. I won't keep you. You're okay. Right, Have a good evening. You. All right. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye.